0: A.G. Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to
1: anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly.
0: Welcome to TFS Pod 9-0. A, a little bit later this week, business to tend to. Enough said. Another wild week in football. Oh, Amani Judge inching closer to Roger Maris' AL record and, by all accounts, maybe... A more legitimate record than the historic year of the chase because i don't think there's peds involved this time congrats to max homa on on his hole out dub of course it also took a epic three putt from about five feet from danny willett to also win but still good win repeat at the fortinet um great way to open the season for him for sure how about Bryson clotheslining himself in the eye at the LIV event this past weekend? That's what you get for wearing shorts and playing 54-all events, you moron. Plenty to get to, so let's not waste another tick. Ryan, the lectern is yours.
1: Speaking of Amani Bates, um, I'll piggyback off that. If you hadn't heard, I think it was late. Was it late last week? Or was it early
0: this week? My, early this week, I think. Over he, the weekend. Maybe.
1: So, you uh, obviously transferred from Memphis to Eastern, um, he gets pulled over for running a stop sign in the Ypsilanti area, uh, gets pulled over, gets arrested for two charges, um, he was carrying a firearm, and then like the serial numbers were scratched off, messed up, and he's he got arrested, went to jail, It um, was, arra- was being arraigned, and he's, I think he's his next trial date sometime next week or the week after, um, suspended indefinitely from EMU. Um, Dude, I mean, this is, I mean, I I don't like the kid, but this is sad. This is parenting that people got in his, his head, um, especially his dad, and <clears throat> said the wrong things to him, tried to, you know, make money off of him, and his life is in shambles. It could be worse if he gets a, like, if he's going to jail for this, obviously. Um, just not cool. I feel, I feel bad for him in that way. Um, just people just in his back pocket trying to, to make some coin um just unfortunate um but what an idiot what and his, his, his lawyer's excuse was oh it wasn't his car he was borrowing it yeah right mm-hmm. sure who well, are
0: my drugs yeah officer <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I i didn't smoke em. maybe don't carry an illegal weapon buddy boy
0: yeah i mean it's it's a Sad. story happens a lot i mean there's other guys at michigan state i can think of there's that kid from Muskegon that i think you played against ryan that murdered somebody Super at western Indiana. michigan i mean it's it's an epidemic, it's ridiculous, and a lot of times it is running with the wrong people and wrong people getting in your ear, and I think that was definitely the case with Imani. He was he was sold a bill of goods on his unicorn status, when in reality, he's a lot like a lot of guys uh, his age these days. Tall, skinny, and long arms that can handle the basketball. That's because they have a late growth spurt, or that's just the expectation of basketball today. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that thing plays out. My podium, uh, it's a little bit cooled down since uh, I first put it down, but the polls. So you all know, I you know—I was an advocate for the polls because it was my job to sell why the coaches poll when I worked at Amway and I ran the Amway Coaches Poll Sponsorship. But let's face it, polls are glorified, you know, whatever, fodder for podcasts and talk shows and whatever anyway, but for those who think the polls mean something... And I think, you know, generally football fans want to see their team ranked. How do you explain to me that in, I believe it was the AP poll, Michigan State dropped into the 20s in the coaches' poll, fine. Michigan State drops from eleventh as an underdog at Washington, completely out of the AP poll, and Washington moves in. Riddle me, how does that exactly work? So if Michigan State dropped all the way out as a road dog... Even though they were borderline top 10, doesn't that diminish the, the Washington win to the point where why should they be ranked? And it was a good win by Washington. We'll talk about it a little bit. And it was not a great, uh, you know, great look from Michigan State. A lot of the same thing. But come on. Completely drop out of the top 25? I mean, especially just for further proof of point. Arkansas barely beat Missouri State, coached by their former coach, Bobby Petrino, at home, an FCS school. And they don't budge from 10 or whatever they're ranked. Um, You know, A&M, the week before, lost to Appalachian State. Yes, Appalachian State's pretty good. um, But still, a a non-Power 5 school at home. Texas A&M, preseason top 5, loses. and doesn't drop completely out, but they dropped to like 18 or something like that. They don't drop out, and they lost to arguably a worse team than Washington. At least Washington was power five. You know, I, I, I get it was, a, it was a bad loss for Michigan State in a lot of ways. I mean, if you look at the score, it wasn't necessarily indicative. Offense played pretty decent. Defense was pretty abhorrent. But still, um, what is the point of these polls if that's what you're going to do? Uh, you know, do your homework. Get people who care to vote. Or just scratch them all together. They're not part of the equation with the playoff. They they were part of the equation early on for BCS. But there's a reason you take it out because it's the stupid human element of people with their expectation, their eyeball test. I think it's a ridiculous drop from Michigan State. I think if I'm a Michigan State player or coach, I'm a little slighted about it. And I want to come out and whip the shit out of Minnesota as a result. I, 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 I just think it shows how bad... The voters are and how meaningless the polls are for something stupid like that to happen. All right, moving on to our <clears throat> personal foul for the week. We're going to throw the flag at dumbass fans. Looking at you, especially NFL fans, although they exist in all sports. There's two cases in point. The fan who sucker punched Kyler Murray, the Raiders fan, after that shocking collapse of a loss by the Raiders, and then the fan who got caught, I don't think that fan's been caught yet, the fan that got caught in Cleveland throwing bottles at players in the field, which the dog pound has been known for for a long time, let's be honest, not in a good way, Um, that guy got caught and he got a lifetime ban. Like, what are you thinking? People who streak the field, people who, I I mean, I don't know, you name it, like, is there too much libation going on before the games? Are you really that stupid... I mean, I guess one thing, like, okay, if you're not doing anything but drawing attention to yourself by streaking a field, okay, if that's stupid, whatever. You want to do that, more power to you. But sucker punching an NFL player, dude, I would just say, if I was the L, the Las Vegas police, I'd find the guy, I'd call Kyler's offensive lineman, and I'd turn him over to him, and that guy would never come out. He'd, he'd be kind of like, what's the bogs on, on a – Shawshank Redemption by the time they got done with him. I mean, just come on. If you can't hold your water, AKA your booze, that much at a game that you have to punch somebody, you shouldn't go. You shouldn't go. Grow up. You're the same 60 year old man wearing a jersey to games. All right. Moving on from that. We'll do our four downs in our typical style a little bit of Big Ten, a little bit of college football a little bit of a ad break, a little bit of this coming week, and then our newer segment, the scramble with kind of whatever we wanna talk about. I've got some NFL things. I know Ryan's got a couple of sub-segments <coughs> he wants to, to uh, add in here, so we'll talk about those as well. So let's start with uh, Big Ten Week in Review. Ryan, what team stood out to you as maybe your team of the week?
1: Yeah, um, let me look at this, look back. Um... Well, I'll tell you who weren't my teams of the week. Nebraska—they still suck, even though they have fired their coach.
0: defensive coordinator. Terrible.
1: Northwestern.
0: Ouch. Michigan State next. Purdue. Ouch. Damn. Syracuse is three and zero. And and look, Purdue was down the kind of the shaky end of a couple of calls maybe in that game, but still, you got to take care of your business on the road and and win that game for sure.
1: We'll go. Um, I got it between Ohio State and Penn State. Ohio State scored 77. Um, but Penn State looked good. They went to an SEC school, cried to them for that. Mm-hmm. Auburn's not very good, but still they went down there and they kicked their ass. They looked yeah, good doing it. Yeah, they that. looked really good
0: doing it. I think six Singleton, sacks, four Singleton forced is turnovers. The, is the
1: real deal. Yeah, and like their
0: defense that. is much improved. You know, That was the one thing that I kind of called out as eh, and the running game. Those are the two weak spots. I'm looking at my master spreadsheet here. I had Penn State 1-2 and two at this point in time, and they are a solid 3-0. So I, I'm willing to tip my hat, even though I can't stand James Franklin. Yeah, Penn State, I would agree, was my team of the week. Here's my take on Ohio State. Their offense is awakening, 77 points against a f- decent toledo yeah, team. Toledo picked to win the MAC. Um, and here's, here's the thing. Michigan fans in particular I had a couple... I won't say who where whatever today but there are a couple of people today. Tell me, well, you know, Michigan's been super impressive. Look, they're taking care of who they're supposed to. They're playing the school of the deaf, dime, dumb and blind. I mean, 51-7, 56-10, 59 nothing. Okay, granted, they're they're beating up on teams that they should. What does that prove? At least Ohio State beat Notre Dame, who okay, is not maybe quite as good but is a Power 5 school that was, you know, highly rated to begin with. Um you know and and dealt with an injury to their best receiver in that game and then they came back and they handled Arkansas State the kind of a sleepwalk and then they absolutely blew the doors off of Toledo. Um, I, for me Michigan's first test might not come until Penn State. I mean Iowa at Iowa okay we know Iowa can play some defense you know looking here Iowa actually finally scored a couple touchdowns last week um, in a game that had a storm delay they won 27 nothing over. Nevada, Uh, but look at it. Iowa's given up a total of 13 points this year, so that's the one saving grace they have. Now they had a good defense last year too, and Michigan absolutely blitzed them in the Big Ten Conference game um, championship. But like, when you know, Michigan's not going to get tested this weekend with Maryland. Maybe at Iowa, not at Indiana, and then Penn State, and Penn State's at home, and Michigan State's at home. Uh, You know, they they've got an easy road, so. Who knows? I mean, no arguing. They could very easily be undefeated or one loss going into the Ohio State game, setting up a showdown. But I wonder if they're the next paper tiger, to be completely honest with you. So for people to say, oh, Ohio State, they're overrated, whatever. Ohio State put up 77, at least against a Mac school. UConn's hardly fielded a team for the last couple of years because of you know, paranoia over the fake disease called covid they played a team that traveled from halfway across the world. I mean, come on. Well, let's see it when the rubber meets the road. Yeah,
1: I mean, Maryland, it'll be a test for their defense. Maryland, I mean, they, we'll, we'll talk about it later. They throw the ball over the yard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for real. Penn State's gonna be their first. I game. mean
0: another team like just looking, you know. Maryland impressive victory by Maryland, the way. you know, they're three yeah. and We we had them pegged to start at three and so now now the rubber meets the road. Indiana, you know, we, we did have them they're pegged they're at, chin, chin, chin. at two and one, they're three and I mean, they've won three close games so far. Now they have to go to Cincinnati. Rutgers, um, 3-0. The whole
1: Big Ten East except for Michigan State's 3-0. Yeah,
0: Rutgers, uh, a 16-4 to win at Temple. And the notable thing in Temple is for any Kurt Warner fans, I got to spend a good portion of three years of my career hanging out with he and his family. Uh, his his second youngest, true blood son, but third youngest when you include Zach, uh, started as a true freshman at quarterback for Temple and did pretty well. Um, statistically, it was pretty, pretty cool to see. Um we'll get to Michigan State in a minute, you know, elsewhere around the Big 10. Um, Illinois was off, Iowa they played scored. <laughs> Chattanooga, Iowa scored. Minnesota, kind of similar to Michigan, Colorado might be they're, arguably they're the, the, worst. Worst. They are the worst Power, Power five, 5 school, team. but at least they played a Power 5 team. I mean, but they've also played an FCS and they played New Mexico State. And notable, they scored 38, shut them out, 38 nothing. Wisconsin put up 66 on New Mexico State this weekend. Um, Wisconsin kind of bounds them back a little bit on offense. Nebraska is an absolute train wreck. I mean, week after giving up 45 40. and 642 yards, they give up, I don't know how many yards, but they – Oklahoma pulled, called the dogs off as, after the third quarter and cruised to 49-14. Northwestern lost to an FCS 0 and 2 at that FCS not a good FCS team in their own house which yeah, was about nine people there. But then they play Miami this uh, weekend who, Miami's who they decent. almost
1: they almost beat someone.
0: Yeah, Miami was playing well last week. They almost week beat Cincinnati five. Um you know, Purdue that's tough. I, I did have Purdue starting 3-0 so they've been kind of a miss for me so far. They're 1 and 2. You know, a couple yeah. winnable games in there, Penn State and Syracuse, but the um, ball's not bouncing their way. Wisconsin, they took care of business, and they look good, but they go to Ohio State this week. So no, 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 let's go to sure. let's go to what we really both want to talk about. The dust has settled a little bit more. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about the Michigan State I, Spartans. If
1: we did this on Monday, I probably would have blown a gasket. I've temper, <laughs> I've, my temperature's gone down a little bit. Still not happy. It just was... It was it was a boat race, is what it was. I mean, I said I said we were watching. I said if they score here and we give the ball right back, we are we have no chance of winning this game, and that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, it was. It was, it was embarrassing. A, it was some untimely mistakes on offense. I, I, Broussard went the wrong way on a, I think it was a fourth down or a key third down third early that Michigan State could have gotten a sustained Balls drive after the giving up a touchdown. A Trips in the end zone. He light. got absolutely rocked a couple times too. Just like, they're just little mental mistakes. And now, yeah. defensively, from the eyeball test, uh, we would say there's a lot of schematic problems. Coach Tucker, who did own it, I will say, he, quote from Mel Tucker, right now I am a horse shit football coach because he's responsible for the corners. He he swears it is not a scheme thing. He says it's eye discipline. He says it's just like, you know, it's kind of like you're totally prepared and then you go in for the test and you kind of freeze up. I I don't know. They look ill-prepared that falls, to me. That falls on the coaches That's to coaching. me. Like, you you got to have the guys like confident that succeed. they can prepare. And, look, I watched the – this is different, but I watched the Eagles the other night, and they blitz, and they blitz, and they blitz, and, and – you know what, they put a lot of pressure on Cousins, and Cousins had to settle for short throws, and he made mistakes. Michael like Penix
1: was not uncomfortable one time. When he, he was
0: uncomfortable? Tw- maybe twice. He threw incompletions. And it
1: was the one, you know, the questionable roughing the passer call, whatever, but he was rushed. Mm-hmm. And then another time, I think we blitzed, he had no idea what to do.
0: And a lot of his incompletions were when we did get some pressure finally later in the game. Mm-hmm. So Much a bit. My, my concerns are, you know, Tucker admitted, hey, we knew that there was something that they probably were going to see on film and pick on right away, and indeed they did. Well, you got to have a better answer than that. like Shored up in some way. I get it. Michigan State, this is the first time Michigan State fans saw the impact of losing Darius Snow, because you've got a linebacker that can cover in space, and let's face it, it was the middle where Michigan State was getting beaten. They got beat a couple times on the outside or whatever, but... For the most part, it was the middle. Now, fortunately, Brooks, who's done great for Henderson, um, graded out Michigan's best in coverage, um, still brought the wood and got another forced fumble. Like, he's not the problem. It's, It's that nickel slash, you know, Darius Snow missing, you know, that could give you kind of a thumper who can drop into coverage. Um And now Slade was left at home. He got dinged in the... I think uh, it's a little bigger
1: than you think. That's an All-American. Yeah, that's an All-American. He
0: got dinged in the Akron game, and we thought, oh, okay, but he went back and played. I don't but think
1: Hanson played either. He did,
0: he? Yeah, Hanson played. He didn't, but Slade didn't make the trip, and he's disruptive in the middle. They did get a couple guys back that had missed uh, early. I don't think, you you saw it, and they stopped Washington ten times from the two-yard line. Um. You know and then they finally scored like on a third down on the on the one drive but like the, the d line when it comes to the run game it doesn't, no, it, that doesn't no, it's it's worry. always the same it's good it doesn't worry me I, I think the pass rush look it, it was bad winman yeah. is gonna get you got a
1: double well, well here's the thing this is what they did Washington said you have one guy that can beat us we're gonna double team him mm-hmm. we don't care about anyone else and they double teamed him and we didn't beat him
0: yeah, and, and that's a That's where you need to mix it up, and you need to you you dial can't up just a rush blitz, for it. You every time. Up,
1: dial up a corner blitz, a safety yeah. blitz. You send seven instead of
0: four. That's the that's my biggest concern is that Michigan State Soft. will not will not admit that they need to overcome some of their shortcomings by doing some things a little you bit. You got to be aggressive. Like, you know, look, that's a Coach D thing. He he would be really stubborn at some sometimes too. Like, okay, Coach Tuck. I trust you. I want to trust the the defensive process. I do think there's better talent there, but you cannot just run the same thing out there when quarterback after quarterback after quarterback is literally setting their career passing yards record against us. I mean, every time. It's it's Pennix has had success against Michigan State before, but he lit us up. He
1: looked like he was playing catch in the backyard.
0: And I mean Washington's look, they're better than they're I think they're we thought team. that they That's would. gonna be a top
1: twenty five team all season. They've
0: they've got a pretty good running back. They they didn't have a ton of running success. They've got some good receivers, not great, but good, very good. Um, pretty solid and, line. And they torched Michigan State's defense. And here's the thing is if Michigan State makes just enough mistakes, which they did on offense, you're playing catch up and you can't do it. Like hey, one bright spot. Thorne. Thorne, we questioned him after last week. Like, what did his girlfriend break up with him? He's high on throws. He's wide on throws. He missed a couple throws in that game, but that dude is a leader. He took hits. He bounced up. I mean, he took some nasty hits. He delivered some dimes. He personally kept Michigan State in that game with its receiving core in combination with Barker as well. Like, Michigan State did misread, no doubt, but. Man, don't worry about that, and, and don't blame Berger. Broussard had a dog you, shit game, but don't Berger. burger was fine, but when you get met at the line I of mean, scrimmage, yeah,
1: this is where I want to interject. We're paying Kaplovich a million dollars for this shitbag offensive line yeah. that can't block. That's I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the language, but for God's sakes, it hasn't gotten better in three years. I get that it takes time to build an offensive line, like that's the hardest part. Right, but for crying out loud, these guys. The, J.D. duplain has been a four-year starter, basically, and he's getting blown off the ball. Matt Carrick's a sixth-year senior. These guys are in Peyton Thorne's lap immediately, and this is mm. against a, an average Washington defense, maybe?
0: Yeah. Maybe?
1: I Not great.
0: Yeah, the two concerns for Michigan State going into the season were offensive line and mm. can they short the pass coverage. And I, I, would not, I wouldn't say it's the defensive backs themselves, but I,
1: I think they're not great. I don't it's think it's the not skill. Good. It's the
0: scheme is terrible the scheme you're playing, yeah.
1: i mean they're they're asking <laughs> to give up yards when you play you show man and then you back off the ten yard zone and you're leaving it open that's that's asking to get bend right worry. And then if you and then if you miss a tackle stuff. then you're in trouble yeah, right We're not a great tackling team in space
0: right so I you know. The, the two concerns came to light in that game that'll be in really Ohio interesting in
1: coverage also gives me HIV
0: I, Minnesota is is good they don't pass the ball their best receiver got hurt um, Maryland will throw the ball uh, I mean Tua Tulia whatever his name is Tula, Tula, Ohio tulip, states tulip, dancing in the tulips
1: we're not going I
0: mean Ohio State yeah put it this way like we do have the excuse of a wedding the night before otherwise we probably would go but. I am legit gonna sell my tickets for that game because I know what's gonna happen. It's not gonna be much better than last year, especially with the receiving core that Ohio State has. I mean, that there's a no chance. Like Minnesota, chance. Maryland, chance. Wisconsin, running yes. team, chance. Michigan Michigan's the way they're playing right game. now. Rivalry game, so there's always a chance, but the way Michigan's playing right Probably now. Not. And they've got a little bit of bad taste in their mouth. You know they want to run up the score or whatever because they're... Illinois. Yes. Illinois chance. Rutgers, Rutgers yes. chance. It'll Indiana chance. Dallas, Penn State. Right 50. now, no, probably no chance. So, I mean, it's looking more like an 8-4 type of year. Which, look, it's a step back from last year, but in reality, is not that bad. But it's just, it's a bitter pill to swallow when the same concerns that you thought you had came up. Like, now, again, Speed, Williams... You know these guys. Brantley's been
1: the most impressive. Brantley, yeah.
0: These guys have not been bad, but if you're if they're missing assignments or they're getting sucked in or it's eye discipline or whatever, then put them in a better situation. I don't think it's their talent. I think it's you need to either simplify things, you need to change it up, you need to. I I I don't know. I don't know if you just don't trust them to go press man. If you don't want, I mean, I know you don't want to give up the big play, but it's death by a thousand razor blades at this point in time. You know, I mean, Pennix had a couple of... He hit a couple of big hitters in that game for sure, but it's the little stuff across the middle that all of a sudden is an eight-yard pass that goes for 17 yards after catch and it's 25-yard gain. That's what's killing Michigan State. And then it's that coverage in tight spaces in the end zone. and that I mean, it's just like... It's got to be fixed. Fortunately, you know, if this was like going right into Ohio State, I'd be like, oh my gosh, Michigan State is going to give 100 points. But, like at this point in time we're past not showing things on film like make some scheme corrections to simplify or give young guys a chance i mean mel kind of alluded to it another thing that kind of came out this week that he was pissed about pissed me off as a fan is the first time you've kind of heard a little bit of unrest like two three four guys were late for treatment that's a no-no in this in mel's culture especially after a loss and like You'll kind of know who it is, but by guys I bet don't play as much this weekend against Minnesota. So, you know, obviously we hang a little bit more on Michigan State here because we're Michigan State guys, but just disappointing. You know, good win for Washington, yes. Uh, Michigan State was an underdog. There's a reason why they were an underdog. You know, Vegas generally knows. Um, The good news is minus the offensive line, which Michigan State still produced really well. They Actually, guys like Horst and... And whatever graded oh, out pretty well against man. pass in pass pro, their run blocking was crap, though. And Ryan, you had a stat if Michigan State under Mel Tucker rushes for 100 yards plus, they're like 15 and one. 13
1: and 1. If we don't, we're 2 and 7.
0: And what Michigan State ran for like maybe 50 yards, maybe because you got to count for sacks, I think, total. you know. So um, you can't blame the running backs. And I know K9 was that good last year, but, but the line is. It's not that the that the line was still horrible and he was that great because you still need holes to open up. Like I get it, and Broussard and, and Collins, he, good for him. He scored a touchdown. I hope he gets a few more totes too. But <clears throat> just generally speaking, kind of tough to take as a Michigan State fan because same things. Like you go on the road and you lose. Michigan State has not won against on the West Coast and against a Pac-12 team 50s. since the '50s, like 0 13. Um, So it's a tough trip. It's a tall task. I get it. But it's hard to take when the same things that you worried about going into the season and as you ended last season are the same things that are the problem now. And they're the same things that Ohio State's going to light up. And they're the same things that Michigan, if they're still rolling, is going to try to light up as well. So... Enough on that. Uh, rest of the Big Ten, yeah, I mean, I think Penn State, i got to tip my hat again to them. They're, they've are they been impressive. Going to Auburn, maybe not a very good SEC school. I don't care. You're going on the road to the SEC. You get a little bonus in my book um, versus, like, a Michigan who next year also plays, like, three awful non-Power 5 schools at home. What do you gain from that? I mean, maybe that's what Michigan State should do is just play the cupcakes and, and you know, better your bowl position. I, I'm not a fan. Uh, but rubber meets the road this weekend because we get full-on into Big Ten play, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, moving on to second down, rest of college football. I usually throw some notes down. We watched an awful lot of football, of course, on Saturday, especially since Michigan State didn't play till later. Um, I mean, how can you not fall in love with the Hail Mary that App State had, especially when they had Luke Combs doing, you know, game day beforehand. Um, <coughs> amazing. Texas A&M bounced back and beat Miami. Yeah. Still can't score. Don't know how that's going to play in the SEC. I don't know. Georgia absolutely throttled they're South there. Carolina. That place <laughs> was empty by the third quarter. Florida
1: State. How about Florida State? 3-0.
0: Yeah.
1: Or 4-0.
0: Are they 4-0 or 3-0? Florida. I think they're 3-0. They're good. Uh, LSU had a nice little win over Mississippi State. Um, you know, a little bit of a slow start there, but they kind of got it cooking uh, big win there. Oregon, I think, oof, they look good. UCLA struggled. Ooh, they barely beat somebody. Uh, South Alabama. USC looked good, right?
1: Yeah, they're they're playing They're good. Oregon,
0: big win over BYU. I mean, that's a game I believe, and we'll get into the pick review here in a minute, but I picked BYU, I think. Um, and BYU coming off of a great game. win. Oh, we didn't pick that one. No. BYU is coming off of a great win over Baylor. Um, yeah, elsewhere, let's see. Perm. bye-bye. Yeah, Herm Edwards gone should've just like Frost should've been gone before the season. Don't know why they hired him to begin with, to be honest. It was weird.
1: It was never fit.
0: T V guy. I mean he's buddies with A D who had never well, hired a coach. Well, that's really they, what it was. Apparently about.
1: they fired him on the field after the game. I saw
0: that that video. Like yeah. the president <laughs> I mean, geez, yeah, like tarmac firing. That's a like you couldn't wait till afterwards. I know they lost to eastern Michigan, but like, dude, give give the guy a little bit of respect. Um you know, which one's a better job, Arizona state or Nebraska?
1: Nebraska.
0: I mean, Arizona state has always been that potential. They've got facilities, they've got great weather. I've been in their facilities. They're nice. Um, but Nebraska just has that rabid fan base who shows out, even though they suck and have sucked for a while, Arizona state just doesn't really have that. It's a little bit more transient in Tempe, Scottsdale Phoenix, um, you know, with the snowbirds and all that kind of stuff. I, you know, I don't know. I I do think that's a little bit of a sleeping giant of a of a team, but
1: they've had their uh, it's moments.
0: not let's well, put it this way, it's not a team that the Big Ten's gonna go after, I don't think. Um, Seems like so they're not that goal. much of a sleeping giant. So you know, <laughs> boy. Interesting stuff though. I'm trying to think if there was anything else crazy. The top ten all really took care of things. Notre Dame struggled again against a former Purdue transfer uh, quarterback for Cal. They had to yeah, that was weird. Was it that was that game? Yeah, where Cal actually touched the ball twice in the Hail Mary at the end. Yeah. Um, you know, when it bounced around. So, yeah, craziness of college football, you, you got to love it. How did do we, do, before we get into, um, we'll do an ad here in a minute, but how did we do you, our picks uh, last week?
1: You had nine points. I had eight. Um, one difference, I think, I picked Northwestern North to cover whatever the spread
0: was, and they obviously freaking lost. Mm-hmm. What, um, what were any standout things like we both like totally missed on or minus um, we missed on that one? But
1: I, mean, I missed bad on that. We both picked Purdue. We picked Rutgers to cover 17 and a half. Not close. We won. picked and New Mexico State to cover 37 and a half. Wisconsin proved us wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, both picked Michigan State. Obviously, that was. I didn't think
0: Wisconsin could score that rate. We
1: picked Nevada to cover 23.5, which is close, but Mm -hmm. you don't score touchdowns. It's kind of hard to cover anything. You don't
0: score points, period. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but that was it. I mean, we picked the Lions, correct?
0: Nice. We'll get into that probably in the scramble a little bit. So, all right, before we get to the third down in this week, uh, a little word from our presenting sponsor, Team Anders Realty. They will help you find the home that best fits your needs and makes the process simple and fun along the way. The Anders have served thousands of clients over 30 plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Learn more about how they can help you sell your house or find your dream house at teamanders.com. All right, let's move on to week or third down the week ahead. Um, always kind of fun to take a look Um I know, Ryan, we'll go through our picks, but let's just kind of quickly look at who the Big Ten's got on the slate. illinois got Chattanooga. That's a yawner. That should get them to 3-1, and one, which is right yeah, where we had a oh, pick. 23 and a s
1: the, the cover. You think they cover that?
0: 23-and-a-half. Uh, let's see. Illinois beat Wyoming pretty good. Same um, basketball. And they beat Virginia pretty good. I, I'm going to say that they will cover that. I agree. Yeah. You got? Are we picking pretty much all the Big Ten games? We're then? picking sure. every game. All right. Iowa plays at Rutgers, who's off Could to be a, a s- good 3 and 0 start. First to five wins. Literally. Um, Rutgers is really struggling on offense, but their defense is pretty good. Right now, let's see, they're giving up. Rutgers has given up 21 7, and 14. The 7 was against Wagner, so that doesn't really necessarily count, but. Um, What's the spread in that game again?
1: Um, we're picking it straight. Oh, it, like, straight up? Stone. Yeah. I'm picking Iowa Iowa's going to win. Gonna win.
0: Yeah, Iowa's defense is, is legit, and Rutgers struggles to score, so I think Iowa gets that win. <laughs> Maybe they can score a few more points. Maybe they can mean I actually read somewhere recently, they actually have a pretty highly touted football quarterback recruit <laughs> coming in next year. They probably want him in now, I la the guy for Rutgers. What's his name that graduated high school early last year? Right. Uh, Minnesota at Michigan State. Um,
1: I am going to be biased here. I think Michigan State comes out pissed off, hair on fire, and they win a close game. What's the spread in that one? It's like two and a half. I'm, I just unpicked. We're doing straight.
0: We're doing straight up. Yeah, I mean, I, I picked that to, to begin the season. I think it's kind of a... I I hate to use the term must win in week four in the first Big Ten it game, is. but it's but a, I think it's a, it's a tone setter. It exactly, you it's know, it's it's either going to put Michigan State in a position where nine and three is very possible, otherwise they're going to look squarely at probably like seven and five. Um, so I think you got to go with a win there from Michigan State. Nebraska, thank the good Lord in heaven for their fans are off this week, uh, licking their wounds. I don't know what they're doing. There have been some crazy stories about what a joke that Frost tenure was. I mean, I don't know if they're true or not, but, man, poke around social media, poke around the athletic, poke around sports things. There's a lot of stuff out there that's coming out about how undisciplined himself Frost was and how it was like a good old boys club, and, I mean, no wonder it's a train wreck. Um, Northwestern, Miami of Ohio at home. Seven-point spread. I'm picking Miami-Ohio. Northwestern's Robert favored? By seven. No way. Miami-Ohio straight up. They're going to win that game. <laughs> I mean, I'll take them for the points too, but after Southern Illinois, like, and I, we watched a little bit of that game. I don't know that it was really a scheme thing for Southern Illinois. It's not like they ran the triple out no, or something. No, they didn't do
1: anything special.
0: Uh, Purdue gets a little bit of a reprieve. They've played, you know, Penn State and Syracuse, two decently tough games. Indiana State sandwiched between. They play Florida Atlantic. 18-point favorite. I think they cover We're <clears> picking the spread. Yeah, I think they'll cover that. I think they're going to come out mad. You know, they lost a four-point game. They lost a three-point game. Um, and, and, you know, the Big Ten West is there for the taking, certainly, but it's not going to be easy, so I think they got to pack up the wins. I think they'll get the win here. And... Maybe arguably the Big Ten game of the week: Wisconsin at Ohio State. Um, let
1: me pull up the spread here because I know it's not close. Um, I wouldn't imagine. They pull it up. Brought to you by FanDuel, the unofficial, official sports book of the Final Score Podcast. Um, let's see here, Ohio State's an eighteen and a half point favorite. I think they
0: cover. They were seventeen and a half with Notre Dame, and they did not cover that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Wisconsin's defense is as good as Notre Dame's. No, Ohio State has Jackson Smith and Jigba back yeah. uh, and their other receivers are settling in. They, they, did Did anything ever come out about Henderson? Remember he's kind of limping off the field, field or whatever? Um, <clears throat> 18 and a half. I'll go Ohio State in the cover. Right. How about um, Indiana at Cincinnati? That was actually a pretty close game last year. Yeah, it
1: was. It's at Cincinnati. This is straight because it's pretty close. I'm going with the Bearcats.
0: Yeah, boy, we picked, and the East was mine. I picked Indiana to lose this game. I have not really paid that much attention to Cincinnati. Indiana's playing well, but they're living a charmed life. I mean, they found a way to beat Illinois. They found a way to come back late and beat Western Kentucky. Both teams missed some field goals. Or no, Western Kentucky missed a couple field goals late, I think. Otherwise, they would have won. Yeah, on the road, I'm going to go with Cincinnati in that game as well. Right.
1: What do we got next? Maryland, Michigan. Uh, Michigan's a 17.5 point favorite. I think they're going to cover.
0: Yeah, I think that's a three touchdown win from for Michigan. I'll, I'll go with Michigan the cover on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll be tested for the first time because Maryland can move the ball. Decent running game, very good passing game. Not a great defense, but better certainly than Colorado State right Hawaii, or UConn threw at them. So, I mean, Michigan's... The, off to three games in the 50s to start the season for the first time ever. Um, but I think they'll cover that spread. Let's see, what else do we have? Penn State, State as the Chippewas, Central Michigan. 25 and a half, I think they're going 25. to cover. Central Michigan played Oklahoma State 14. tough in the opener, right? Yep. 25 and a half. They beat Ohio 46 to 10, and it was a similar spread. Central lost to somebody not great last week. Who they was won
1: like? against Buck. They lost to South Alabama, I think.
0: Oh, who actually then? Who actually almost I beat think that's UCLA? Who it was. I think you're right. Um,
1: Twenty
0: five and a half. Yep. I'll just to be different than you. I'll take I'll take the chips to cover.
1: I like it. I like it. Penn may
0: be coming off a little bit of a you know, and honestly. Penn State's got Central Michigan, then Northwestern, then a bye, and then it's when their schedule gets real, so they might not have a ton of interest in this game. Two more. We're doing two extras since there's not as
1: many. Florida, Tennessee, straight up. I'm taking the Vols at home.
0: Yeah, Florida, man. I mean, talk about we did the overreactions, underreactions last week. Florida barely beat USF this weekend. USF probably should have beaten them. Um, First time away from the Swamp this year. Tennessee's playing well Henderson Hooker's a good quarterback for Tennessee. Yeah, I got Tennessee straight up in that game.
1: Yeah. Then we got Lions-Vikings. I think the Vikings win a very close game here.
0: Yeah, we'll get to some Lions stuff. At least I have some notes in the scramble part. Um, They looked like a semblance of a real team last week, and Minnesota took a big step back, albeit the Eagles (laughs) looked mighty good against them on Monday night, better than they looked against the Lions in Week 1. If it was in Detroit maybe it's different, but you know you know that Kirk's got his ears up and radar, and oh, he can't win spot. You know, <clears throat> the games, the, <clears throat> the primetime games, and all he did is check downs. I mean, in that game, he, he had rec- a couple times, he had receivers drop wide open touchdown passes, um, and you can't win on the road against a pretty good team like Philly, who schemed well in that game, too, so um, I agree, I think the Vikings win that game, but I think the Lions, you know, are making improvements.
1: All right, that's all of them.
0: That's all of our games for anything else. Previewing the week ahead, anything we got to be getting close to Red River rivalry. We got to be getting that's, close to that's the same we usually yeah, Ohio State game. Okay, so yeah, so there's some there's some good stuff coming up. I mean, just sit on your couch and watch. That's the tough part about when there's a home Michigan State game is you don't we don't get as much chance to flip the channels and there are so many mm-hmm. good games and the NFL was off the hook too, but. We can get to that in the scramble.
1: Yeah, scramble. time. All right,
0: let's go scramble, Ryan. You you had two things that you kind of wanted to sub in. I've got some points, but you wanted to you sub in. I mean,
1: I, real quick. Um, yeah, we're gonna do this little segment. I came up with this. I thought it was segment a in a segment, segment in the segment of a segment. It's a little uh, trend uh, the, from the week um, prior. So, call it. You know, we got butt burners. So just hot seat and then stock up. You know stock rising without further ado we got butt burners nice this week Frank Reich Number, oh. we're going to do three, three of each Frank Reich oh. the Colts are terrible they traded away Wentz because they barely the beat
0: Houston I mean
1: they tied Houston in week Houston, one yeah, Houston's terrible and they lose the Jacksonville guy. shut they're out oh, yeah. they're terrible and they traded away Wentz because we need Matt Ryan and he's worse He's washed up. He's this guy's probably going to be one of the first coaches to get fired. Yeah, and Matt Rule. Yeah, butt burner number two, Brian Harson, Auburn head coach. I don't think he survives the season. I don't think so I either. Don't, I don't. think they want him going bad. into the season. They have no, a new AD.
0: They don't want him there. He was a stretch anyway, coming from the you know Boise, right? Like he's yeah. came from the Pacific Northwest down to the SEC territory. Yeesh. Yeah, Auburn deserves. I mean, they don't even have a. A developing quarterback on their roster that's a re- Auburn recruit. They're all transfers. That's right. crazy to me. Yeah,
1: no, they're they're bad. They're really bad. Um, <clears throat> then we've got um, Scotty Hazelton. I swear, if this guy. If we if I see the same crap that I saw this past weekend, I will leap from the upper deck of Spartan Stadium and I will go down there, cut his beard off, and choke him with it. <laughs> I will.
0: Every time I see him, I think of that new gross State Farm commercial where the guy's smelling his own beard, like whatever the person... Like, here's the thing. Minnesota's a running team. They have a very good running back, a 60-year... They have a 60-year quarterback. Their passing game is eh, but they have a very good offensive line that's going to test Michigan State's front. Um, Michigan State's probably going to dare them to throw a little bit, but I don't know that I would do that. I mean, Tanner Morgan's probably going to have a career game against Michigan State. That's... So I yeah. would agree with you. Hazleton is on my hot seat as well.
1: Yeah. Um then we got stock up. I don't have a, a thing for oop up. Um <laughs> Nick Sirianni slash Jalen Hurts of the Eagles. Uh, I'm impressed. Jalen Hurts looks like the next Russell Wilson. He's a yeah. freak, but he's a tank. Holy crap! Is he playing well? Yeah, he can take a licking and keep
0: on ticking. He's a good passer. He's a good runner. He he looks like he's gotten a lot. He's got good weapons around him. Yeah, they
1: look. They look like definitely the favorite in the East.
0: They've got a really good offensive line too, which is nice. And then they've got Sanders at running back, and they've got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Goddard's a good tight end. Yeah, I mean they're they're legit. They're for real, especially in the the NFC, which is who else is great in the NFC? Nobody. Nobody.
1: Stock up, um, Lance Leopold, coach of Kansas, the three 0 for the first time since like 0-9 or something. He's he him Matt Campbell and uh, Bill O'Brien are the front runners for the Nebraska job apparently.
0: Uh, I would want this guy coaching. This guy's really good. He won a ton of national championships at Wisconsin Whitewater. Yeah, but right? then he
1: was successful at Buffalo, and he's turned Kansas around here pretty quick. Yeah, we, got here,
0: bas- we got a little We got a little precursor Kansas. of the. Uh, the, what's the, the Champions, Champions Classic? Classic.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. Should have gotten game day. Stock up, Detroit Tigers um, hire Scott Harris as, uh, from the San Francisco Giants as their um, president of baseball operations, young guy. He knows how to run this thing. Um, San all, Francisco's sneaky good all the on time. On all accounts, like, this is a great hire, and he's going to do this the right way. Um, so happy for the Tigers. They finally made a good decision. Um, and with help, assist from Stevie Iserman, the Iser plan helps uh, the baseball boys. So. Nice, I like it. I like Detroit it. Detroit sports could we be looking up in all of them? We said that be in the being the year the Tigers were terrible.
0: Um, Red Wings are moving, in the, right wings are moving the in the right direction. The the lines Pistons are moving the right direction. Lions are moving
1: slowly but surely. Lions show <laughs> I, I will.
0: I will say this. So I, I can now. It's a one game sample or two game sample. I can admit that you know, as much as I still am not a fan of Hutchinson as a Michigan guy, but I, I thought week one, he looked completely lost. He was late into plays. He kind of like looked at that kid, looked like that kid who was like, pick me, pick me, look like Danny on Little Giants. Like, pick me, pick me, and he was the guy I left out. And then last week, fast forward, and he had three sacks. He, um, you know, wreaked some havoc for sure. He had some other close calls. I think he had maybe a forced fumble. Yeah, he um, you know, he did get hurt, but he kept, kind of kept playing through that. Um, so hats off to him and Rodrigo, too. Ooh, but o- overall, the Lions, that is the closest to, like, a complete compliment, as Mel Tucker likes to say, and Dan Campbell, complimentary football game as I've seen from the Lions in an age. You know, like the offense was humming at first, the defense obviously shut them out in the first half. The defense kind of started to get picked apart a little bit. Maybe you've kind of got on their heels, or no. The, yeah, and then the offense wasn't moving the ball, but then the defense responded, then the offense responded. Special teams was good. <coughs> um Lions have some weapons, you know, and they've, they've had weapons in the past, right? Like, Rozzy, dating back, man. you had Herman Moore, you had Barry Sanders, you had... Calvin. You know, Calvin John. I mean, you, the Lions have not been short of having, like, a superstar type of player. They did this... But they've got more good yeah. players Well, they, than they, they've had They're run. running
1: the ball excessively and, and doing it well. They're holding two of their Third in the co- third in, in NFL, I think, and right? in average rush yards. Nice. First in scoring. What, who
0: is this? They scored a touchdown in like 14 straight quarters yes. or something like what, that.
1: What is going on? This is with three backup, like, reserve offensive Dan linemen. Dan Skipper
0: hadn't started a game in his career. He'd been with six teams in six years. Nope. It was consummate I, practice. I, I, I and it. a tackle. And they hadn't played guard since his this freshman is, year of college. This
1: is the Dan Campbell culture mm-hmm. that's setting in. I, I, I mean, the Lions, they're not probably not going to at the playoffs. Maybe they'll contend if they keep playing like this. They keep scoring like this. They can be in every game. But... My goodness, are they fun to watch? For once they're fun to watch, if anything. They're fun. Yeah, they can score. Yep. They have weapons. They have young guys that are good. I mean, they're they're pretty dinged up too on defense. I mean, they have like three or four guys that aren't playing right now that could be playing that are and dinged play. up on the O line,
0: which is, you know, yeah. otherwise I mean, very good.
1: I, I'm impressed. I think <laughs> I think like we said, I said seven seven or ten seven or eight wins. I think that's very possible, and you know what? Maybe the Lions win a game that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. A couple they shouldn't, and maybe they find themselves playing late in the season to maybe be the last wild card team. I mean, that's beyond our wildest dreams, but if that happens, I mean, that is a very successful season. Then you look to, to 2023, and you're like, this is when we can win a division.
0: Yeah, because Rodgers is going to age out. The Bears are just The Bears bad. are bad. The Vikings are... I mean, the Bears' offense is just... They, they ran the ball okay against Green Bay, but their great. offense is just horrible.
1: Yeah, Fields... They don't trust Fields to throw the, the Packers ball. Packers are
0: going to get better. The Vikings are going to be good. Vikings, you know, lost a lot of close games last year. The, that'll be a pretty telling game for the Lions on Sunday is how, you know, do they catch Minnesota kind of sleep at the wheel after a Monday night game and they didn't play very well? Do they catch Minnesota mad? Are they confident? You know, I think we'll be able to tell in the podcast next week. Like, what does it look like for real um, for the Lions? A couple other things, like holy comebacks uh, on Sunday in the NFL. Like, I honestly, I'm sure it happens, but I honestly can't remember uh, that one o'clock time slot, especially having so many crazy endings. I mean, you have the Dolphins who were down what, like thirty five to fourteen at the half.
1: Yeah, they score
0: back. late. Jeez. They come back and win. Yeah, the Cardinals uh, the, had the Raiders blew their biggest lead ever on just like an epic fourth down, end of the game play by Kyler Murray to score a touchdown and then a fantastic pitch and catch on the two point conversion to tie it. And then they get the scoop six, although the guy almost drops the ball before the goal line, pre celebrating. Stupid. Um, just like a total raiders move that's a total lions move too you had the jets scored 14 points in like a minute and some against the browns like those are two probably bad football teams but like joe flacco arose from the dead i mean and just lit up the browns i'm trying to think of other comeback games you know that the were Brown? there bengals were struggling all game against a very good dallas defense came all the way back tied the game and then dallas Ended up winning it at the gun on a long field goal yep. with Cooper Rush, Central Michigan Chippewa quarterback, and Micah Parsons, who let's just say is I mean, that dude is special. In. 17 sacks in his first 18 games. Nobody has ever done that. Von Miller's the closest at like 14 and a half. Um, crazy. He's so good. Um, that's a guy that sat out the COVID year, too. I mean, and we all kind of question that stuff, but certainly didn't hurt him. No. Um, you know, you had things like the Jags, just they'd play well at home against Indy anyway. But to shut them out, to pitch a shutout against them, gee, the Giants are two and zero. The Bills look like oh it, the gosh, Bills look like they're, the they're in another planet compared they're to everybody else. Good. The Titans look like they're in the pits of the Pit hell. Titans are terrible. They're like stuck in muddy bottoms down in Atlanta on the old Bill King show or whatever yeah. it was. Um, it's yeah, so really fun <laughs> I love this. Yeah, it's, it's great to see it. And it's it's like that contagion from college football has kind of worn off on pro. Sometimes the NFL is a lot more predictable. Um, you know, just kind of the cream rises to the top. I think there's more parity. Right now the Broncos are a struggle bus. Everybody kind of shooed them in like, oh, yeah, they're going to be great because they got Russell Wilson. They're not that great. Seattle looked good against them, and then it tanked and laid an Jared egg Lance, I feel bad for him against the Niners who good thing they kept Jimmy because Lance is out for the season watch, them, watch them
1: make it to the NFC championship that'd later. be crazy yeah, right, I mean it would just command, command
0: big time banker they'd have to trade Trey Lance it's <laughs> gonna happen um, <laughs> anything else in sports world I think Cam Smith that he went at the Liv
1: yeah, screw you. the um, Liv is
0: fighting for Presence Cup tomorrow. That's right. Live is fighting for points. You know, like we need to be in the world golf rankings. World golf rankings are basically saying you 54 hole events. You're no cut. Our standard is 72 holes with a 36 hole cut. I think it's going to be a stalemate. And it's going to, that's going to be the thing that turns the tide back against the live is when those guys can't get world ranking points. Um, and it diminishes their game a little bit Their Their argument is, but you, you can't, refute it. We have top fifty players well yeah, in the current rankings, but and they're good. But if they're not in the rankings, they're not in the rankings, right? Um <coughs> yeah, Presidents Cup. I don't I don't even know who's on the European team. Probably isn't world. gonna be close, but it's or world team, sorry. But I can
1: tell you most of them. I think they got Taylor Pendrith from Canada, Corey Connors, Sung J M, Tom Kim, Hideki, um Scott, maybe the
0: big underdogs that kind of give it a run. Um,
1: Siwoo Kim. Um, who else do they have? I think it's most of them.
0: Mito Pereira. I thought he left for the no, he's, for the live with uh, Neiman. No, he didn't.
1: No. Um, oh, that's right.
0: He didn't. Leave. He's not leaving until after the President's Cup because he wanted to be in the President's Cup. Yeah. Got it, got it. I yeah, know. that'll be interesting yeah. to watch. So not,
1: I mean, the U.S. is probably going to curb stomp them. Right? Yeah,
0: the U.S. is favorite. I mean, they're like minus seven hundred, which for golf Hollow, in is a big deal.
1: JT and Spieth playing can't Patty Ice and X Man. Yeah, it's not going to be fair.
0: Yeah, I, the U.S.
1: stomped the Euros last year in the Ryder Cup. It's going to happen to the world this year. Yeah,
0: I I would agree with that. Um, it's <laughs> it's our golf itself has dwindled too. We're going to get a couple more rounds in, but it's. It's always interesting <laughs> to throw golf in. <laughs> Excuse me, Jeez. allergies kicking in after the season. Um, the season, although the new season started obviously last weekend, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch a little bit of it. Weather's been still really nice here in Michigan, so. Jay the golf Michigan bug. State basketball. Oh, four weeks. Another four weeks.
1: No, I'm saying from last week. We that was after the podcast. Oh, it was
0: after the podcast. Yeah, that's going to be a struggle he was going to be a key player for Michigan State who's He's already under man matter
1: of him being healthy.
0: Right. Yeah, we we'll, we'll have to start getting into basketball here when we get to October. We'll have to start to preview that. Um lots of crazy stuff going on in sports. Football is is off the hook right now as we always hope it will be as fans, so um gives us plenty to talk about on the pod, that is for sure. All right, moving to the sprint. Uh, Ryan, we talked about Big Ten Player of the Week, but for sprint spot number one, biggest surprise team so far in the Big Ten?
1: Um, we'll say uh, Penn State, I guess. We thought they wouldn't be great. They look good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had Penn State pegged for one and two at this point, and they're a solid, a good 3-0. and yeah. So I'd say Penn State and probably runner-up Indiana, honestly. Yeah. Um, they haven't done it very fashionably well and not against great teams, but nonetheless, they're 3-0. and That's how many games they won last year. We talked about this a little bit in your Butts Burnin' segment, but Sprint 2, will Scotty Hazleton make it through the season? I think they won't fire him during the season, but if it doesn't get... There is precedent, though, in Nebraska, this guy getting canned. He, he won't do it. I doesn't seem like a Mel move, but I think there would be a mutual parting of the ways, like there was with, uh, well, what's his name, Ron Burton. Yeah, you it's kind
1: of, all right, dude, time's up. Yeah,
0: I agree. I, I don't think, unless, like, Ohio State legit puts up 100 points, then uh, then we might be talking well, about something might. different. But, they might. Sprint um, spot number three, better comeback, Jets, Dolphins, or Cardinals?
1: Um, uh, Jets. I'll well, say Jets. That was quick.
0: I'm going to go Cardinals just because I think they, they – Beat the best opponent out of the group. Uh, Baltimore is pretty good. but um, So I'm going to go Cardinals. And <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this or something fun in spot number four. Better Seinfeld episode. The Hamptons, the Marine Biologist, or the contest?
1: Mm, um the, I like the Hamptons one. That's That one's classic. Yeah, it is
0: a classic. There are so many classics. All right, Ryan, give us a little bit of uh, a final close here.
1: Final score 35, follow us. Um, yeah, if you uh, want us to talk about a topic in the uh, in the old uh, scramble, let us know. We'd be happy to do it. Um, appreciate you guys listening. Keep telling people. Um, keep trying to grow those things. Sponsor. Um, if you know anyone, or if you want to do it, um be happy to to hear from you on land shark riv somebody yeah, I do these care. Lansing. whatever we'll we'll take anything we'll, we'll give you a shout out we'll we'll do our we'll do our due our due diligence there but yeah appreciate you guys listening um thank
0: you and another shout out to our sponsor team anders realtors. We're almost to 100 um great great people great realtors if you have realty needs in west michigan look up jim and donna and teamanders.com Meantime, as Jerry Seinfeld once said, utros, utros, got